Hello everyone, this is Vladimir Stafford. You are listening to Aging with Grace 50 Plus. Episode 8, The Flower of Health. Recording date, 11-19-2021. Please enjoy. Hello, thanks for tuning in and listening to our podcast this week. I want to tickle the part of your brain that helps you make decisions. We have choices to make every day, and that involves a a very special part of our brain. There are some people out there that have a difficulty making decisions. Uh, They're known as abulic, or they have the condition abulia. But hopefully that's not the case with us. We, We need to make decisions and we can do that. So every day we're bombarded with opportunities for choices. When we're in the grocery store, when we're paying bills, when we're dealing with our friends, that, that's a vital function of everyday life. And there's a video out there that illustrates that, a movie. It was made in 1984. It's called, the, it's called Moscow on the Hudson with Robin Williams. It's a great Fourth of July movie, especially because it compares our country with countries that have a different form of government. And Robin Williams is a native Russian, and he comes to this country as an immigrant, and it follows his experiences. And one of the best scenes, my favorite scene, is when he's in a grocery store for the first time, and he wants to buy coffee. And of course, in his homeland, especially back then, 1984, there weren't very many choices for what kind of coffee he would get in the grocery store. And so he was presented here in the United States with too many choices. He, he just was overwhelmed and he, he went catatonic. He fell on the floor screaming, coffee, coffee, coffee. He didn't know which one to buy. It was great. And sometimes we feel like that too. Sometimes we're overwhelmed by too many choices. But today I want to talk to you about choices that we make concerning our health care. But that scene in the grocery store with Robin Williams is very apropos because the grocery store is where we need to make choices, where we have to make choices, good choices that affect our health regularly. So to help me make decisions that will affect my health, I came up with this diagram, an illustration. I'm very visual and I can't help but be creative. I I like to come up with new stuff. And I love flowers, so uh, I created this flower of health diagram. And I'd like to share it with you in hopes that it might help you make good health decisions too. I have one stuck up on my refrigerator, but more important, it's burned on my brain. So let's start with the middle of the flower. The middle of the flower is our inner selves, our emotional being, our our mental health, our financial health, that's inside of us too, and even our spiritual health. I, I believe everybody has a spiritual side, whether you do or not, that's up to you, but I'm talking about our inner being. And I know you agree that we have emotional and mental health. So that's in the middle of the flower because it's the most important. 
And the reason it's the most important is because if that part of our health isn't doing well, there's no chance of working on the rest of our health. Because if we're depressed, for example, or, well, if, if we have unmanaged and unaddressed mental health issues, emotional issues, if we have addictions or anger or grief or any emotional or mental issue that is not properly managed, if our finances are way out of control, we're incredibly over our head in debt, it, it, it's not going to help. I mean, we, we just won't have the, the peace of mind to, to tackle these other aspects of our health, like good nutrition and exercise and um, getting a good night's sleep, especially getting a good night's sleep. So you could use all the good sleep hygiene techniques in the world and we still probably wouldn't be able to get a good night's sleep because of the unresolved emotional or mental health or financial issues that are going on in our brains. And I, I know somebody, I know several people who have bipolar disorder and they just cannot sleep. It, it's part of their illness and if there are, there are medications out there, and if they take their medicines, their prescribed medi medications, they can get a good night's sleep, or at least a better night's sleep. But if they, if they don't, then it doesn't matter what sleep hygiene, good sleep hygiene techniques they use, they're not going to be able to get a good night's sleep. So that's a good segue into the next part of the flower, and that's a ring that goes around the middle of the flower and that ring represents good health care, good medical care, and good hygiene and that includes dental care. So good medical and dental care and good hygiene goes around our inner selves because of course if we're not, well let, let's just take an example if we're not practicing good hygiene, say we're not um, cleaning our teeth, we're not brushing our teeth, we're not flossing, we could get an infection. Or, or even if, if um, we are brushing our teeth, maybe um, we get an abscess tooth and we don't go to the doctor, I mean, we don't go to the dentist and that abscess gets worse and it, it puts um, infection into our bloodstream and if we don't get that addressed that's called um, going septic when you have an infection in your blood and it can kill you it causes toxic shock syndrome and your organs shut down so it, it's really important to keep clean and to go to the doctor for things and the dentist for things that we can't take care of on our own and checkups are always good to see where we are because sometimes we don't know that we have a problem until we get to the doctor or the dentist for a checkup. I recommend six-month cleanings at the dentist and yearly checkups with the doctor, full-body checkups. And then 
after that ring around the middle of the flower, picture the petals attached to the middle of the flower. This, this is a daisy-like flower where you can see all the petals going around, not like a rose or um, a, um, a dahlia or a aster. <laughs> if you know your flowers, some flowers have a multitude of petals. This is a simple flower like a daisy with a middle and petals that go around the middle. So this, this flower has five petals and one of the petals is sleep. And within that one subject of sleep, that one component of good health, there are a plethora of ways to get good sleep. It's called good sleep hygiene, and that's a subject to research unto itself. And then another petal on the flower is nutrition. And again, that is a huge subject unto itself, and it's unique for everyone. Uh, I mean, we all need basically the same nutrients, but some people need more of one kind than another, especially if they've been malnourished for a time. They might need an extra amount of calcium, for example, or they may need an extra amount of vitamin C. So it's good to meet with a nutritionist and find out exactly what your needs are. And if you have health conditions like kidney disease, you're not supposed to have as much potassium, etc. So nutrition, that's another petal of the flower. Sleep, nutrition, and that word that nobody likes, exercise. We call it move to improve, but some people don't understand what that is. So exercise, everybody knows what that, what that is, and not everybody likes it, but it is a component, a necessary part of staying healthy. There's no way to age with grace, to stay healthy as we get older, or any time really. And, and good health starts when we're born. This is something, this flower of health is applicable to anybody of any age. These, these um, components of the flower are for people no matter what their age are, but especially as we get older, we need to focus on this and be mindful of it. Sometimes we can get away with ignoring our health when we're young, but it, it catches up with us eventually. And I'm trying to help people with that so that they don't crash and burn, which is usually what happens. People ignore their health until they have a crisis and then they end up in the hospital and then they're not the same after that. So let's focus on prevention by thinking about our health, by having an image of what good health looks like and this flower of health helps me with that. So um, exercise, that is a huge um, area that is different for everybody for sure. We all need exercise, but for different people, they need a special kind of exercise. And I don't know where you are in your health walk, so I always advise people start with their doctor and get their doctor's approval, and he might even prescribe a physical therapist to work with you. And, oh, this reminds me, no matter what you've done in the past, it doesn't matter. Today's the first day of the rest of your, of your life, and no matter what shape you're in now, you can get better if you want to. So don't worry about 
what's happened. Just worry about going forward. You can't change what's done, but you can change what you will do. And start by going to your doctor and he'll have some recommendations for you, hopefully. And there are, there's a ton of research, resources out there on the internet and in the library and in our community. And you can call me at Aging with Grace, go to our website. Uh, you'll see some suggestions there. We have a YouTube channel. Oh, and there are podcasts out there for improving your health in different ways, and including exercise. So I like those. I like to utilize podcasts. You can listen to them while you're exercising. Okay, the next petal on the flower are is good safety decisions. We, we have choices. This is another area where we have to make choices. And wearing our seatbelt and not having sex with a multitude of people and uh, watch looking both ways before we cross the street, really basic safety decisions. But there are lots and lots of safety decisions concerning COVID, I'm sure you've been aware, made aware of. So that's important. And avoiding toxins and um, pathogens. Sometimes that's unavoidable unavoidable if you're exposed to somebody that's got the flu or a cold you, you usually don't know it until it's too late so the best thing we can do there is build up our immune system by doing all these other things getting good sleep getting good nutrition exercising and um, staying away from toxins that's an easier one don't smoke don't drink don't take drugs but sometimes we can't avoid toxins like car exhaust or um, depending on your job, there might be chemical um, vapors that you breathe in. I don't know, but it's best to stay away from toxins. Oh, I knew, I heard of someone who um, gave swimming lessons. They were a swim coach and they were in a chlorinated pool for hours a day and they were absorbing that chlorine to the degree that it affected their health. So there's a job-related toxin that could have been avoided. She could have done more of, her, more of her coaching outside the pool. I don't know. And then the, um, the last part of the flower, let's see, we've done sleep, we've done nutrition, we've done exercise, we've done safety and toxins and pathogens. We've, we've done all the petals on the flower. There are five. And of course, the middle of the flower is our inner selves, our emotional, mental, financial, spiritual beings. And the stem of the flower, that's your healthcare system. That That's... Um, your resources in the community to, to hold you up. And we also have another uh, visual called Bee Weller. And she's a little bee that buzzes around that flower. And she's always coming up with the latest and greatest healthcare information out there. Bee Well's Buzz on Health is part of our newsletter every month. And you know how they used to say that eggs were bad for you? 
Well, I stopped eating eggs years ago because I'm eating them again now. So don't misunderstand me. Eggs are good. But years ago, I think it was 20 or 30 years ago, I heard that eggs had so much cholesterol that we shouldn't eat them. They were bad for us. And we have a lot of heart disease in our family, so I thought, okay, well, I'll stop eating eggs. Wasn't that crazy about them to begin with. However, I later learned I wasn't feeling well. I went to see a doctor, and I learned that choline, C-H-O-L-I-N-E, is a vital nutrient that's mostly found in eggs and it has a big impact on our health. And even if you eat eggs, you may not be getting enough choline. So I researched choline and I started taking choline supplements and I felt much better. So there's always new research out there. Salt, that's another one. (laughs) I heard that salt was bad and caused high blood pressure. So I stopped eating salt to the point that I started feeling dizzy. And again, I went to the doctor and he said, well, um, you, you here, I can write a prescription for that. I told him I was feeling dizzy, and, and uh, he said, well, I can write a prescription for that. And I said, I don't like taking medicine. I don't like, um, you know, I just, I don't like to be on a medicine. Is there something else I can do? And he said, well, you can eat more salt. <laughs> And I hadn't been eating any salt, so that was the problem. I needed to eat salt, some salt. We have to have salt. And and the same for oils. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to eat any oils. Oils are bad. No, they're not. You need some oils. Our brain is made of fat, and we have to have some fat in our diet in order to be healthy. So uh, one has to be careful with what they hear about what's good for us, and that's why Bee Weller, the bee that has her buzz on health, is important because we we don't know what we don't know, and it's always good to be ready to learn new things. So um, I guess you could call me a health nut. I've always had a, an ear out. I've always had my antenna up with the bee analogy <laughs> for health information. My mother was a nurse and my grandmother and my aunt and my stepmother and other healthcare providers in my family. So, and my brother's a psychologist. But um, early on, I decided on teaching as a career when I was younger because I, I, I was interested in children. And I, I joke that I spent the first half of my life helping to make children's lives better but now I want to promote good health and quality of life for older folks. And the flower, of health, the flower of Health is a visual reminder of the aspects of our lives that affect our health. So please go to our website, agingwithgraceinfo.org, agingwithgraceinfo.org, and check out the Flower of Health and print one off and put it on your refrigerator if you think it'll help you. Um, You know, at the clubhouse, we have the Flower of Health big, large, so people can see it really well. And um, the clubhouse, the Fountain of Youth clubhouse, 
is where we have nursing services, where we can do injections and medication management and wound care and catheter care and ostomy care and oxygen management, for example. We can do many of the same things that um, are done in a nursing home, but of course, we want to keep people out of the nursing home and in the community. We're only open from 10 to 4. We used to be open from 7.30 to 6, but post-COVID, and if we, have a, if we have enough people that desire more hours, we'll be open longer. But right now, after COVID, we don't have very many people at the clubhouse and we're only open 10 to four, but that's so people can go home and sleep in their own beds at night. And we do non-medical in-home care. So when they're home, we can help people with bathing, dressing, other personal care, housekeeping, cooking, shopping, transportation. And another thing we have that helps people at the clubhouse and at home. At the Fountain of Youth Clubhouse, we have a wellness map for each member. And it's a unique tool we use for record keeping and decision making. And it contains legal, medical, and financial information pertinent to that particular member. And at home, we have a guidebook. It also contains legal, medical, and financial information appropriate for the home and tailored for providing the best help at home. And so I'm happy to be a free resource for anyone who would like information about aging family members or for yourself. I mean, after all, we're all aging. Like I said, aging starts at birth and healthy aging starts when we're born. I'm not a lawyer. But I used to be a I used to be licensed in long-term care insurance, and I have a degree in healthcare administration from the University of Kentucky. And I can answer questions about um, Medicare and Medicaid and guardianship and power of attorney and living wills and healthcare proxy and the most form and DNR forms, etc. And if I don't know the answer, I can point you to who does because I have relationships with professionals in all those areas who are willing to help you age with grace. And so I'm hoping that if you're in the Lexington, Kentucky area, that you'll contact us. Stop in at 743 Allendale Drive. We're near St. Joseph Hospital. And check us out because proactive is the best approach and knowledge is power. Thank you for listening and I hope to connect with you soon. Have a good week. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Health Club for Seniors is your kind of place. So come and join us and 